2: yes indeed welcome to marvel movie talk right here on geekscape as always i am christian blatt very excited to have assembled our all-star panel once again to talk about echo uh for our visual audience to my right is katie hampton katie thank you for being here
1: thank you for having me
2: and uh (laughs) Over there is uh, our own Ann B. Davis, even though the positioning isn't right. The one, the only count, Eric Connor.
0: Greetings from me and Sam the Butcher.
2: And of course, David Brody. Thank you, sir, for uh, being here. And America's sweetheart, Michael X. Shirley. Uh, very excited to talk about Echo. And uh, obviously, it was a, a non traditional release for uh, any Marvel series. I I almost wish that they had done this with uh, Secret Invasion, but that they had dropped all six episodes and done like a six-way split so I could have just watched them all and been done in an hour. But I think it was interesting that they did it uh, for this show, and we'll talk about it in a moment. And I uh, want to just sort of big picture, we'll dive in, and we will talk about all five episodes. We will talk about any spoilers. Most spoilers are in the trailer, but we'll still talk about them anyway, and we're <laughs> letting everybody know that there will be – some uh, spoilers. I think a lot of people are feeling the way our buddy Craig is. Thank you for checking in across the pond. Craig Robinson enjoyed the whole thing, had low expectations going in, but like the exploration of Echo and her family weaved throughout. Katie, what are your thoughts? Sort of big picture. And what were your expectations uh, coming in after meeting Maya Lopez on Hawkeye?
1: you know i i enjoyed her character on hawkeye i wasn't really sure what to expect so i didn't really go in with any expectations low or high i was just like oh what an odd character to follow but like interesting nonetheless and it definitely went to places that i was not expecting and i i don't think i saw enough trailers to be spoiled by anything and i was pleasantly surprised by everyone
2: Right, so the 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 trailer you saw just uh, spoiled the uh, yeah yeah yes theme song. So that's uh, that's what was spoiled for you, uh, Mister Connor. Uh, expectations
0: and actuality in terms of viewing for you, sir. Expectations were incredibly low. Uh, the I, I think because of also the idea that they're releasing all five episodes at once feels a bit like the, kind of throwing in the towel. Uh, we're all still. Recover in recovery from secret invasion. Yeah, <laughs> reality. Those first two episodes. Yeah, I, I, I
2: still attend meetings once a week for what I went through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and
0: they're full. That's a problem. You can't even so, get to yeah, that. It's a great. It's a
2: great support system that we've really yeah. created for
0: ourselves. Yeah. But but I think it, it, you know what? It, it's really quite good. It also has moments that are quite stupid. But I overall, I'm really glad they did this. I think the acting alone really elevated the whole thing. So I was more than happily surprised by this. And I I do hope it actually gets its its chance because I think there's a lot here uh, of merit that really uh, I hope that gets seen, but also maybe gets used in future projects. Well, it's interesting
2: uh, because as I turn to our colleague, the esteemed David Brody, there is sort of a feel when they announced that, you know, originally there were a couple of different times this was uh, going to debut. And uh, each time they talked about doing all five episodes at once. And it has uh, sort of the old showbiz idea of the uh, the summer replacement series. You know, the mm-hmm. show that you're actually not going to air, but you kind of have to because of the money spent on it. So you, pl- you play it like, you know, you do like a couple episodes a night in July and August and uh, wash your hands of it. Uh, but at the same time, you know, as the release got closer, I was impressed by the push that was being made for it. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, God bless him. He even sat down with Mario Lopez and if Vincent D'Onofrio is willing to shill for AC Slater, then, uh, (laughs) You know, Also, he's, he's a little invested in the character and the project. I get it. But, uh, David, what were your expectations going in, and uh, how did that match up with uh, your experience watching all five episodes of Echo?
3: My expectations when they announced the five episodes were dropping at once in January, said to me they don't believe in the show, they want to get it over with, because if you drop one episode or two, they better be good enough that you'll wait a week for the next part. But if you just right. have to hit the button and skip then you most likely'll just sit through it which which is what my thought was then the trailer came out the last trailer which looked great and got my hopes up you know you know when you get to a certain age and you have an epiphany that you understand you have kids right and you go oh my god i totally understand my parents now i understand what they were going through yes. i understand how they felt when i was fresh to them you have this epiphany you put yourself in their shoes right Sometime in the middle of episode three, I said, oh, my God, this is what it was like for Michael watching Loki. (laughs) (laughs) I suddenly could relate to him sitting there and feeling like he didn't want to be there, but felt he had to be there for a podcast. That's how I felt during episode three, Michael. (laughs) I want you to know I feel your pain as I did. I felt my parents' pain when my kids were around 12. Uh, Unbearable. So... Uh, we can, we can break them all down. your ancestors
1: were echoing through you?
3: They were echoing (laughs) through (laughs) me. You know what they said? You know what they said? The trailer was all from episode one. The trailer was all from episode one. Basically the trailer was a highlight of episode one. So episode one was great. Let's talk about it.
2: Well, we will, but, uh, we of course have to, uh, turn to, uh, our buddy, Michael Shirley. And, uh, Let us know, Michael, where where you were at in terms of, uh, you know, the potential for watching the show and uh, how you were able to what you thought when you actually watched it, sir.
4: Well, (laughs) anything I can get, like in regards to the Phoenix Force, I'm really excited about. And Echo was the last Phoenix in the Marvel comics that we've had. Let me just interject. I, it's a um, question because I
2: don't know the answer. Is she the current Phoenix, or does she not have it right now in the comics?
4: I don't believe she does. I think okay. Jean's got it, <sighs> got everything back. Gene yeah. uh, never really wants sure. anybody else to
2: have it. I get it.
4: Yeah. I'm also not really sure how all the comics, as they currently play out, weave into each other. Um, yeah. But I, I actually... I liked this show. I did. There were some, like Eric said, there were some stupid moments, but (laughs) generally I really liked it. I was really pleasantly surprised their use of the theme song. I thought it was good. I've been like rocking out and crying to that song for years. Love it. Um, and I feel like that song was made for another project. I was really surprised that was the opening song. Um, when they kept showing, you know, in the in the trailer, you know, the bird and them doing, like, the, the, the little hand gestures and the light. I kept wanting to think there was going to be something Phoenix, like, just some nod to yeah. it. But unfortunately, didn't get that. There were a couple other things... I wanted that we didn't get, but who knows?
2: Sure. Uh, Our pal, Kami Egan, in the chat loved how the first episode did a great condensed recap of her TV character origin. Uh, One of uh, some of the the feedback that I was reading on Twitter, someone complained that the uh, first episode was basically just uh, a a rehash of Hawkeye, and it's like, well, I think like four of those minutes are actually from Hawkeye, and then it is still fleshing out her backstory. Uh, So I think it did feel uh, a little weird. It
1: it felt like in the middle of the episode, it was sort of like previously on
0: her story, and
1: I was like, oh, that was a little jarring. But as part from that, I thought. That episode was really great.
0: It it actually reminded me of the old Friday 13th when the first five minutes of like part three would be the last five minutes of part two. Right. Um, Unironically, it wouldn't even be like. Well, no, because
2: you had to do things like we apologize that we situated Corey Feldman to be the torchbearer for a future generation. We were just kidding. We're going to explain that away. So, yeah. But yes, for Friday the 13th, it was usually like, I know he died at the end. Here's how he didn't die. I know he was underwater and was electrocuted in part six. Yeah,
3: we get it. It was filler.
0: Well, well, right, too, because also all those always had to get to a certain minimum length. So it was just a way to fatten the goose. And yeah, yeah, that was a very long previously on. Right. It was like 20 minutes.
2: You mean uh, for. for for Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, they they definitely did a good job setting it up and, uh, you know, dealing with uh, what we already had getting to, uh, even though it's in old footage, uh, getting to see Jeremy Renner again, you know, uh, it it was good to have the little refresher because as much as I thought, like, I should probably rewatch Hawkeye before this, I was like, I don't have the time. I'll be annoyed by, uh, you know, that Captain America, the musical. Yeah, there's a lot of things that probably would have annoyed me. So I decided that uh, I I was hoping that I would get this. And I agree that it seemed like universal low expectations for this because of the release schedule because of secret invasion, you know, uh, and, and granted we've had Loki since then. And I know that one of no. us, feel like that was a, I know one of us doesn't feel that was a step up. Who is no. most, most Couldn't of tell. the uh, Marvel viewing public feels that uh, it was a step in the right direction. But yeah, I think that uh, I agree with, Uh, I believe it was Daniel (laughs) in the chat who basically liked the full season drop was a good idea. Each episode carried the momentum over to the next. I think that the runtime has a lot to do with it. Uh, And that's a Disney plus problem from the first year they had it, Mm -hmm. you know, after, uh, you know, starting with basically Mandalorian episode two, when you're like, this is 28 minutes. I I thought this was an hour show. So I I think just putting it in a way You know, uh, a friend had only watched one and was uh, planning to watch the other four before the weekend. And I said, like, well, yeah, you'll need about two hours to watch the other four. And it's like a half joke. But for the most part, uh, it it is fairly brief Um, because of uh, the way you viewed uh, episode one. I want to start with uh, David Brody. And of course, we're talking about episode one of Echo. We're not talking about The Phantom Menace. That's a conversation for a different time. We're specifically speaking of episode one of Echo. What worked for you in that uh, and, uh, in terms of what didn't work in the subsequent episodes of the series, David?
3: Well, the, the obvious first answer would be Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil is awesome. It reminded me how great the Netflix show was. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Don't ever recast him. He's yeah. fantastic. Seeing him strut, play, tease her, play with her, you know, not take her seriously at the beginning. That was fantastic. I hoped he'd be back by episode five, but alas, that was it for him. Uh, I thought that the tone of the show was, you know, they did all this, you know, TV, you know, TV MA, rated R. You could change your settings on your Disney Plus. That episode was the only one that I need that was, that was as gritty as they tried to make it feel like it was going to be. She snapped a guy's neck. Uh, well you know,
2: the, the 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 uh guy who took a shotgun to the back of his head in the bowling alley would disagree but I know what you're saying that was the most intense the first yeah one.
3: all right okay but yes but other than that I thought episode one was excellent the the, the flashbacks the only thing I didn't remember because it's been a while Hawkeye didn't kill her father right some other guy in the Ronin costume killed the father didn't he or was it no, was it, it Hawkeye
2: F- Fisk had him killed that's why she shot fisk in the face
3: right but who actually killed him was it was it hawkeye as ronin or was it no. someone else's ronin
2: no 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 and, and, and they just and, had
3: the and, suit right that yeah. suit right that's how she found out that it was right my point was yeah. they left that out they made it the right. flashback look like he the killed, killed, killed the father yeah. and they left out the part that he didn't kill the father so right. i thought that was a a, a a lacking element uh i also don't understand why i, I, had I to just have don't
1: a, think she knew that because she didn't know that fisk was the one, right? I thought that's what well, the whole I, I was. mean, at the end of Hawkeye.
2: She does realize that that's, that and that's is why she shoots. shoots yeah. him. Yes, she yeah. found
3: the other suit. Didn't she? It wasn't, if I, I, I remember correctly. So, so yeah. I think they left that out and watching this recap made it look like Hawkeye killed her father, which he did not. Um, he did also, not, why do I need to do the show recap of the previous episode? If I'm binge watching them all, you just dropped all five episodes. Why do I have to have a recap? That seemed odd to me that I had to hit that button. Well, I mean, in the in the in the first episode, yeah. No, I'm saying but, the second uh, episode. I had to recap the first one. I just watched it. I don't think that's necessary. Anyway,
2: well, I, I, that was I. I would have liked that with the Netflix shows. Actually, I was uh, I was annoyed that I was expected to remember, uh, because except for the the one time that I watched ten episodes of the first season of Jessica Jones, uh, I usually hadn't okay. just watched
5: them. All right, so, fair enough.
2: I, I think it's fine. And also, the runtimes are so low, David. They have to, they have to fill them out somehow.
3: Yeah, you know, I get, get it. I get they it. got
2: to get to 38 minutes. Uh, somehow who, who was uh, looking to chime in? Was that you, David? I mean, uh, you you were just talking. Was that you, Michael?
4: No, I was just going
2: <laughs> in my yeah,
3: defense, no, in my defense, Christian, I've often <laughs> interrupted myself, so it could have been me.
2: That's fine. Yeah. You know what? That would have, that would have made sense.
0: Uh, and that, and but, that guttural sound that came from him. I think there was a lot of levels to it. So I, I no, I yeah, think we're good. It,
2: it, it does. It does work on a, a, a lot of levels. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's uh, talk to the rest of us about the first episode before we move on. Uh, what did you think, Katie, of uh, the first episode of Echo? Uh,
1: I thought it was great. I, I did love, I don't know who the director was for this one, but it felt very much like that first scene where we get Daredevil doing the fight down the hallway. Just And I love how they dipped in and out of sound in the fight. Um, yeah. And you just hear like, almost like breathing and then that crack I, yeah. there was something so freaking satisfying about that that I was just like yeah come on <laughs> and then Daredevil comes in and I was so impressed about like that whole fight sequence I I love that we haven't pulled punches on this like the choreography is still awesome like everything felt very gritty and I'll talk about it later in a later episode but there was something that felt almost Breaking bad with some of these fights where it was just like yeah. "Ooh, that Ooh, that hurt!
2: (sighs) By the way, uh, Sydney Freeland directed all the episodes except for episode three. Uh, So Uh uh, it's a (laughs) a consistent, it's a consistent (laughs) vision, except for I knew there was something different. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I I think that. uh, and again, I mean, we sort of touched on it as we all went around. I mean, I think that the the casting uh, goes a long way for building mm. this world. Obviously, we all knew we were going to get Vincent D'Onofrio in this and – uh, you know, a little bit of Charlie Cox. Uh, I, I, I agree. Of course, it would have been great to get more. I didn't think we were going to get a lot of him, but I thought he might be part of the present story. He, but the fact that they were in Oklahoma the whole time, it, it makes a lot more sense that, uh, you know, he
1: didn't uh, show up I'm- at some point. Go ahead. I'm also here. glad that we got Zon Zahn McLaren, I think that's his name. Uh the, the dad. I'm glad we got him back for at least a good time because he's a wonderful actor and I could see more of him anywhere and be just as happy. I well,
2: I I mean I'm holding out for the uh the, the biscuit standalone movie. I can't yes, wait to see, see what he's gonna get into, you know. He's great uh, yeah. if, if he's gonna make it home in t- to grandma's in time for dinner. Uh but <laughs> and I mean obviously, you know, a show like this, it, you know, it is entirely squarely on the back of Lockwell Cox, who of She's course great. to have representation is is of course very important in so much of our uh, film and television it is something that has been a concerted effort of marvel of late and then when you have someone who is a woman uh and uh, has native background and also uh is an amputee like her character uh you're just able to <clears throat> i would say that we will probably never get anyone quite like her on tv again because of the specific nature of this character, the fact that she checks all those boxes and the fact that we, you know, she doesn't talk in the whole show. I mean, obviously she communicates with us, uh, but, you know, the idea that, you know, a five-episode series starring this actress, uh, it seems as though it would have been uh, unheard of a decade ago, you know, and uh, I think that they... Did, they were a little bit cutesy at times for how they uh, helped us communicate with Maya. But I, I think, you know, just in terms of the practicality, um, the fact that this actress is doing fight scenes, you know, I mean, at all. And, uh, David, this is one of the things you and I talked about was there was a lot of rumbling that the the Daredevil fight scene in this was going to look terrible. And uh, I found it to be uh, consistent with Maya and and Hawkeye. And and decent enough from Daredevil, you know. I mean, it wasn't his fight, so uh, I I felt like I don't know. It wasn't one of those like, oh yeah, I see why everyone was saying that. It's almost as if stuff started on the internet from people who hadn't actually seen it. But you know, that would be the
3: first. That time. That doesn't happen. happen. That doesn't that would happen. Be, this would have been the first time. That Nobody reviewed happen. the Marvels, and and <laughs> it was terrible because there were women in it who hadn't seen it. No, yeah, Come they, on they, that didn't happen. They, they,
2: They've, they've, they've seen it six times since. Uh, Eric, I want to get uh, your thoughts on uh, the first episode
0: of Echo. Uh, well, the it's interesting. Right off the bat, when you had that Marvel spotlight appear, which I know yeah. it's going yeah. to they're, they're sort of pushing it as um, their own sort of, like, brand. I, I read up a little bit about it. So stories that aren't going to be as connected to the bigger MCU picture. and And that's something I think really that could be potentially the salvation for Marvel for the short Mm. term is like start focusing. We've, we've talked about this before. It's like those limited run series we used to read in the comics, you know, uh, one of six uh, issues and that was fine. And it was tucked away in its own little corner and you could tell an incredibly complete story with just that. And so that alone, right off the bat, the warning maturity, the fact that I thought I saw nudity in the beginning, and I'm still not sure if I did. I didn't study closely. I was hoping Michael might have. Well, um, so well uh, see-
2: I'm glad you brought it up because joining us now is Mr. Skin. No, I'm just kidding.
3: Uh-huh. Did you see the Did you see the King's pin? What did you see?
2: <laughs> Wait, was it the th- King's pin? Would definitely get a ding there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> was well, it the
1: opening scenes? Like what? What yeah. was? it? like they uh, were some yeah. of the
0: native characters. There were some shapes in there that yeah. I. I and oh, the
3: paint, they were painted. That's not really naked. I
0: mean, yeah. Well, you could
4: you,
0: you can know, argue that, that. that's, that, that's, that's going to that, be the next podcast episode.
2: That's less nudity than uh, Dennis Franz's ass on NYPD Blue, you know, so <laughs> it's uh, yeah, oh, far, the, less, the far less far less
4: Uh <laughs> Marvel movie
2: At, talks after dark. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Well, that's what I was funny that you say that because that's what I was going to say that it's like yeah, they're like uh, Marvel Spotlight. It was almost like oh, yeah, this is going to be Marvel after dark. Marvel you know, after about, dark. Uh, Kind of
1: is, is that what that what because I actually I had written down the question I was like I don't know what Marvel Spotlight is and that was the it's gonna be I, I, I think, think
0: like almost like a specialty label like uh, okay. DC's doing that with um the like the Batman series the Matt Reeves Batman where they're gonna Else that's gonna be what's okay. it called
3: uh, uh you what know, DC calls them Else World which is how they have yeah. multiple Batmans in okay. other words it's a Batman somewhere else. It's just is Batman don't ask any questions. And I Marvel think spotlight, spotlight is I think the point of Marvel spotlight, like Swamp Thing, was it Swamp Thing or Man Thing? It was Swamp Thing. I always confuse Swamp Thing. Them. Swamp, well, Swamp Man Thing. Man yeah. Thing was is in Werewolf by Night. Yeah. yeah. Swamp so, Thing I, the,
2: had a uh, very abbreviated run uh, for DC, yes.
3: Yeah. So the the spotlight is supposed to be, you don't need to watch anything else to enjoy this, even though you had to watch Hawkeye, which is, you know, a small but thing. And they
0: pulled enough from Hawkeye. Right. right and then, then you're done. done.
3: They didn't reference the New York fight. They didn't reference the Avengers. It was nothing.
0: And, and, you know, and I will say this, like, I guess a sign of what I thought of the first episode was after I saw it, I actually uh, told my wife, Lauren, I'm like, I think you would actually really like this show. And then episode three is when I might have redacted that statement. Um, I can't wait till we get to episode three, by the way. I'm really holding off. We'll we'll get to
2: episode three in about four hours. Watch.
3: It'll be Michael's favorite. I,
2: I well, uh, well, right, he, he actually by the way, uh, Daniel's control. chiming in, and I always uh turn to Daniel Drew for the answers to everything. He's pointing out that Wonder Man is another Marvel Spotlight project, and uh, oh. if you oh. think that's the case, you're probably right. And Kemi Egan, I wish I had seen this a few minutes earlier, but uh, the biscuit standalone, of course, is called Biscuits and Gravy. Um, <laughs> no, no uh, it's no, called
0: I, Grab Grab 'em in the Biscuits.
3: Uh, <laughs> all right, all Let, let's leave politics out of this. <laughs>
0: But including the biscuits who, by the way, I'm absolutely convinced an AI came up with biscuits. Like it feels like they grabbed him from some other script and just threw him in this. I thought the first episode was really nicely consistent. Um, I, you know, we're talking about the actors uh, and, and I'm sorry, how do you pronounce her first name? Is it Alaqua Cox? Well, I say Alaqua, but you're probably. It's Alakwa. I thought it was Alacroix. Alacroix. Okay, I, I, yeah. She's La-Croix. great. Great presence. Yes, um,
2: LaCroix.
0: And, and LaCroix Cox. And, uh, Graham Greene, uh, to me, yeah. though, I mean, he is one of those mm-hmm. actors who always, like, makes the scene more interesting. And and I'm not sure the actress who played her or grandmother, but both of them. She's wonderful. It, it, perfect. And they added, there was a real gravity to this. I felt like there was a real vision to, again, that first episode, and even into the second episode, where I was like, okay, it feels like, who you know, whoever's at the helm here had a really sharp vision. I thought the fight scenes were also great. I love that they weren't too cutty, so there was a certain elegance to the camera moves, so you could actually see the sort of dance-like ballet quality of this thing, so it wasn't just cut, cut, cut to cover up bad choreography. I thought it was terrific choreography, so it started off good, and then things changed. Well... I think
2: that uh, to the the point that Katie was making earlier, I do like the way that they selectively used the silence, you know, so we were getting Maya's point of view, but obviously for the audience, I think if the whole show were like that, uh, people would have, um, you know had a lot of trouble watching but i think to have those moments where you know you're sort of getting that I, I i think that that was a very interesting touch that obviously only really works uh in this project uh michael uh were you pleasantly surprised that you uh enjoyed the first episode or maybe that was your least favorite i don't know what did you think as you watched it including the fact that we did get some daredevil in there I can never tell when Michael is just uh, taking the a deliberate pause here
4: with you guys. Yeah. Okay.
2: There it is. <laughs> I, I thought, I, I was just like, uh, I was like, yes, is that a dramatic pause or a uh, show? Yeah. Go ahead. We all talked at the same time because you went by the time you came back, we were, me... so you were surprised. You said, Oh, oh, my oh. that's one way, that's one way to, to handle that. And that's his tribute
3: uh, to echo. No, uh, that that he's showing. gonna do
2: it he's gonna do the uh the the reconnect and uh you yeah, look daniel drew makes the great point this was uh obviously alakwa cox's second act, acting role with hawkeye being the first uh,
3: uh, uh, I, that's the same role
2: that's what he's daniel. saying though i mean this but it's but the second this is a much taller same role yeah this is a much uh daniel. Bigger,
3: yeah, You, you showed like,
2: him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Take that, Daniel Drew. Yeah, you gotta so, come in and correct but, us, man. Nah. So, Michael, uh, <laughs> explain uh, how you felt watching the first episode.
4: And we wait. You guys and talking wait. to me. It is, like, so windy here. I don't know why, like, everyone is cutting out. How did I feel about the first episode? Um it was really hard for me to kind of separate them all because I did watch them pretty quickly. I stopped in the middle because all the sign language was really fast in the third episode and was making it kind of hard for me to read the subtitles. Um, I thought the first episode was fine. Um, <laughs> it hadn't quite won, won me over all the way. Uh, there was a lot going on with that skating rink, like way too much going on in the skating rink. I think that was the first episode, right?
2: The first time we saw it. Yeah. And I mean, any skating rink that uh, okay. has a mural on the wall that says make America skate again is okay. In my book. Classic. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I do. Give I thumbs
4: that. up to that. <laughs>
3: uh, One might call that a coup in writing. <laughs>
4: uh I I said I kind of I really didn't break this down in my head per episode it was mostly just taking it all in together sure
2: which I mean I think that's a big part of the the release strategy Hello. you know oh, and, I mean the fact that there was some degree of uh confidence uh in it you know I mean there's there's ads uh, you know billboards and large cities and you know there's there's definitely a push for it that doesn't uh reflect something that they were you know trying to burn off like that. And uh yeah I think the overall runtime at some point somebody can do the math and you know you skip through the recaps and the end credits and all that and just tell you how much content there was, you know, the supercut of Echo where it would have had all five episodes uh is not that much. Uh so that was, yeah. You know, uh, watching the first three didn't take nearly as much time as I thought it was going to. And uh, the, the last two, uh, you know, it was a little bit more than an hour. It was like maybe an hour 15 to watch the last two. But, um, yeah, so I, I agree with Michael is that it's easiest to think about it uh, on the whole. Uh, so uh, I think that uh, I, I do still want to kind of go through Uh, the episodes because there are only five and we uh, we've, we've let everybody know we're going to talk about all of them. And uh, so the second episode is, you know, that's when she really gets the, the set piece in mind of uh, hijacking the cargo train. And uh, I think we see, you know, Maya's resourcefulness when she doesn't have the resources of Fisk behind her. Uh, She's still really able to kind of, uh, well, do uh, I don't know, pull off something uh, fairly big and uh, get, get Fisk's people's attention uh, because at this point uh, we, you know, we're not seeing him up and around. We just have that reveal at the end of the uh, of the first episode. But uh, Katie, uh, what are your thoughts on the the train sequence, sort of Maya putting it all together, and uh, you know, just sort of giving us that two episodes in?
1: Um I loved when she said I think it's time for a queen um thought that was so badass. Um, <laughs> that was a, a really great one. I have to agree with Cami Egan, um, her whose comment is in, in the chat some of the choreography and the green screen on the train was a little rough, I will agree. Um, it was also it was hard for me to I didn't know biscuits yet and it was hard for me to be like, how is he just? going along with this like, and he's running along the train with it i was it was a little bit of a reach but it's also a little bit of a reach that she would travel from hell's kitchen to oklahoma and i did map it out it's like about 23 hours if you did it straight um with a bullet wound in her stomach <laughs> um just to get fixed up and patched up by uh the skate rink but um yeah this one I, I enjoyed the fights, but I just, that first episode fight was just so good. I felt a little bit like, oh, okay. Like, what a fun, like, this also felt Breaking Bad to me where I was like, oh, we're doing a train heist while the train is still moving. And while they don't know, that's a pretty cool concept. I love that. Um, but then... Yeah. There, there, I had to suspend my disbelief a little bit for some of this stuff on this episode.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it is one of those things where there are definitely moments where, you know, it, uh, it. it's always unfortunate because when something's, and I think parts of that sequence were somewhat impressive, but then when you have the moment of like, oh, that shot didn't look good or that movement didn't really work, right. you're like, oh, that really detracts from, you know, which however is, many other minutes there are that uh right
5: good. yeah
1: and they're and they're not that many to begin with and i did love the opening the opening of this i thought was really cool um i died laughing when uh the grandfather was saying "buy the damn thing as a chant <laughs> to the white people yeah. <laughs> that killed me
0: <laughs> yeah the, uh, i forgot
1: i actually
2: forgot about them yeah the, the yeah. white people come in and they uh wanna yeah that uh That was fun. Yeah. The, the whole, uh, the, the store that he runs, uh, you know, there was, uh, there were definitely some moments for, uh, for levity, you know, you felt like there were easily some more stories here. Uh, but, uh, five was what they felt like, uh, they, they wanted to tell us, uh, what did you think Eric about that second episode, uh, train heist and all,
0: uh, yeah, the mystery of biscuits deepens with every episode. <laughs> uh, and and not to mention like if you need someone to help you in that kind of a mission, is that in your first 700 choices? I mean, I, I would well, call any local okay. wino okay. and be it's like, "Great
2: question, it. great question, but I think that uh, her choices were one and it was biscuits." <laughs> Cuz she didn't want <laughs> to talk to her, her like her that best friend or cousin Bonnie yeah. is apparently somebody she didn't want to, you know, have right. help her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree that, uh, biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> not,
0: not my choice, but I, no. I
2: you know, not
1: the man in the that, chair that you really want. <laughs> no, yeah, no,
0: that's how I felt uh, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as much as I like his pup, Billy Jack, a uh, good name by the way, for the dog. Oh, uh, yeah. You yeah, know, you I like think that. one issue is okay. So the first episode the action scene, it's like TV scale, right? Like you can do that without too much of a budget. If you have the right creative people, on set, the right choreography, and 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 camera folk who know how to film it um, and cut it. Uh, but I, I think what happens with that train sequence is it becomes bigger. It, um, you brought up Breaking Bad, which had this really cool train heist. But they did it in a way that it was perfectly suited for that scope, that budget. This train scene, it comes on the I Emmy. Mean, a few months ago, we had that remarkable train scene in mission impossible. So Mm. it's almost like trying to do something maybe too cinematic on too small a scale budget wise. And yeah, and that's a problem. It's like, then the green screen takes us out because you rely on it too much. There's that one shot, by the way, it was on the moon tower where it was the worst green screen I have seen in almost any show in the past few years. And, and so I think it's like, you just have to sort of, you could have done that train sequence on a little bit more, uh, almost like a narrow view of like what she was trying to do. But yeah, with the, uh, what, what the swing was that she took, it felt like it didn't quite live up to it. I still enjoyed the second episode. I, it it started to lead into the problem though, where I had a hard time understanding exactly what the bad guys were up to. I, (sighs) I, I knew there was stuff, yeah, and, but it, that was my issue with Kingpin in um, in the Daredevil movie. It was the same thing where it's like, I know he's he's a bad guy because he looks at the city glowering and laughing. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I felt like what they were up to. I, 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 I don't know. I thought they could have explored that. And I wonder if maybe that's why we only have five episodes, not six. Maybe there's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor. That would well, have been more I about feel like more thing.
2: likely would be you know script pages cut out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. More, like they stuff they never got around to filming. What yeah, they stuff that yeah. they never filmed. Uh, and to that extent, I would agree with Daniel in theory that if there maybe not even a whole episode, if there'd been a sequence where we see them as kids having mm. an adventure that would have maybe given us more of uh biscuits got a lot of screen time for somebody who hadn't earned it. I know what you're saying, Daniel, but I don't I don't I just don't think that there was clearly the the real estate uh, to uh, build that up, and uh, Daniel has made the point uh, that uh, he expected more Bonnie in the show, and that actress uh, uh, Devery Jacobs, of course, is Kahori uh, from uh, What If, so uh, that uh, that does lend to uh, questions about you know, especially having dealt with uh, the lineage, which we'll talk about when we touch on episode three. Uh, your thoughts, David, on uh, the the train heist uh, that uh, that. Maybe maybe uh, was a bit, of a bit of a heist of uh, viewers' goodwill uh, as it uh, was unfolding.
3: Well, the green screen obviously was an issue for me. Uh, I haven't figured out why Biscuits was driving a European, like a British car with the steering wheel on the wrong side. Great, great question.
2: And, I, it's, I, it's, I grandma's it's grandma's yeah, car. Yeah, but grandma's not
3: from England. So <laughs> the only thing I could think of, either it was dirt cheap or because the car was riding on the certain side of the train, they needed him to be on that side of the car. And the only uh, way they yeah. could do it was to put him on in a, in a British car yeah. because they referenced it. And he said, I don't drive a British steering wheel on the other side very well. So they pointed it out to you. I thought she was going to jump off the train into the passenger seat and it right. needed to be on that side. So they just got a car that had an opening on that side. I couldn't figure that out. The thing that bothered me about the train scene the most is when she gets in the train car, you've established she's on a moving train. Her life is in peril. And when she gets in the train car, the camera is completely still and is. I mean, I know we don't hear the train noise, but we should have, even though she's deaf. That wasn't a deaf scene. The right. train's not moving. the tra- It's perfectly still. Wouldn't you shake the camera and make the clickety-clickety-clickety sound? But all of a sudden, she's in a room that looks like a train car. I thought that was terrible. The, Somebody should have uh, realized that.
2: The steering wheel placement uh, you know, being done probably, you're right, for lo- the logistical purposes of going along the train, it's almost like having barbara streisand on your talk show so you redesign your set for the two weeks beforehand side. So that she can be shot from her better side yeah. and then you inexplicably switch back to the old way uh just uh the, the next day after she's on but right. anyway
3: no, so, that's so that's a bad example possibly but a uh, very very good throwback so biscuits first of all i thought zach, very, galifianakis, very zach galifianakis should have played biscuits i thought they <laughs> were, i thought he inter- did inter- inter- interchangeable yeah. uh people um i know he's not a smart character but in the scene when he's on the phone the walkie talkie and he says i'm okay billy jack's okay Maya's okay and she goes did you say maya i thought yeah. to myself Maya's is <laughs> the only name in the world that you could have said i met i said my uh arm is hurt it's yeah. fine like you could have been like my uh, <laughs> yeah. uh ankle he, he, my he uh funny. arthritis is acting up yeah, you're absolutely my, right my uh yeah, yeah. walkie talkie's breaking up i didn't say that like he could have just you know i, I mm. that's what i thought he could have just covered it up but he didn't yeah. Uh, I thought the episode was fine. Like, I, it didn't get yeah. too many flashbacks. Although, again, the flashbacks, there were too many flashbacks before they explained the flashbacks. So yes. I'm watching them playing stick rugby, and they haven't explained who they are or why I'm watching them. They didn't make it, I didn't know it was the clay people who suddenly were no longer clay people and then put red paint on it. I couldn't, I knew it was something to do with the native Indian heritage, but I couldn't figure out why I was watching rugby. I, with the sticks, I couldn't. Right,
2: it was so, the first time in your life that you actually watched uh, rugby. Uh, Daniel addresses something we were talking about earlier. I don't think what they were up, to, I don't think what they were up to wasn't important. Uh, I think the point was that Maya was just messing with their scheduling. It was generic illegal business. It is almost in the way of, you know, a lot of you know, you mentioned Mission Impossible. A lot of times in in big action movies, the enemy is some nondescript Eastern European country. Uh, You know, it's never actually a country and it's certainly never the Chinese because they want these movies to open somewhere. So, yeah, they don't want to they don't really want to get too involved in what Fisk's business is. But we know what pays the bills. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, you know, uh, Eric, it sounded like your concerns uh, with the green screen was that it was a Canoga Park level green screen. Now, Michael Shirley, what I would like to ask you is uh, have you ever tried to rob a train?
4: I haven't. No, trains freak me out. Too too (laughs) many. uh, I've heard too many stories. Uh, No, no, no. No, I'm like someone that stays like way back at the stoplight just in case the the train comes.
2: Do you do like a like a like a school bus? And if the train tracks coming up, you stop even if the lights aren't flashing just in case. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's a that's a, a yup from him, uh, dog. So uh, did uh, you have some of the same issues with uh, that sequence? Specifically, we're talking about the the train sequence, and uh, also was Biscuit too stupid for even a stupid character on a show like this? Is it too much stupid?
4: Okay. Every time, like you guys talk to me, it starts messing up. But I hear everything else fine. I don't know. I feel like
3: nobody talked to Michael. It's the train whistle. I don't know. Uh, it's, I'll,
4: yeah, it's making me frustrated. I don't know what's wrong with my that, feet. That's all right. I'll, um, I'll, you know
2: what? I'll I'll put uh, open up the uh, the private chat, and the next time that uh, that that, that <laughs> I want you to jump in, I'll put a I'll put a comment to you there, or I'll, you know what? I'll put it on the screen. Yeah. I think that's the way. Uh, That echo style. Go ahead, Michael.
4: There's always something like hot topic, kid, quirky, in like every (laughs) Marvel project, and I felt like Biscuits was that. Biscuits was that for us this go round. What part
0: of hot topics is Biscuit?
4: Uh, I mean,
2: have have you ever tried to check out it hot topic that Eric weird or do you just shoplift
0: everything all the time? Uh, uh,
4: I don't. The only way I know how to describe it is like hot topic quirky, like something that like like the type of people that like Pokemon would get a kick out of,
1: like Like manufactured geekiness.
4: Yeah, yeah, like, a little too, like, this is funny for no reason. Like, Mm. I don't don't know. I I find that a lot in Marvel projects, at least every... Look, I,
2: I think even if... And none of us had actually experienced what you were talking about. Invoking the name hot topic definitely brings a a certain quality to it. And, uh, you know, there might've been a, there might've been a hot topic element back in the day at after buzz, Michael, no names, but there might've been an element that was reminiscent of hot topic back in those days. Uh, but
4: no names,
2: no names, no names. So let's move on to episode three that, um, I understand why people are being uh, critical of it. I think it, it starts off strong because it's actually giving us more of those flashbacks where we're starting to see, okay, these are different characters. Cause at first the flashbacks are like, who's that? What's that? When's that? Where's that? And then it's like, okay, well how about we put one in black and white and then that will help you. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you very much for that. This is a clearly a, a different uh, young woman in that story. And I do think looking at the project as a whole, I think sort of building up those stories, I think at least helps the moment in the final episode in terms of the realization of uh, the echoes of her history, which we'll talk about when we get to the finale. But um, I I think they did a decent job building it up. But as you're seeing them in the earliest episodes, you're like, all right, so uh, when are we getting to the bowling alley? And I think that, You get this a lot in not just genre fiction like this. People have a sense of, uh, okay, well, we're going to have a criminal element in here. And uh, the Fisk's representatives, I was just like, all right, so Fisk's been in the hospital. And uh, whoever that crew is that they sent to Oklahoma is clearly that's not the A team, the B team. I'm not quite. Maybe the G team got sent out to Oklahoma because, as as impressive as Maya Lopez is, and Alakwa Cox's portrayal is phenomenal, um, the entire crew got taken out by her, um, uh, with you know, with a little bit of help, uh, you know. Uh, it, but essentially, that's what happens. And One at the time attackers. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But the uh, and then the double crossing uh bowling alley employee uh name i'm not looking up because i don't care enough and the (laughs) girlfriend these are just like oh these are these are the worst you know (laughs) yeah these are basically good old Nikki, vicky vicky yeah yeah so these are basically like god when you hear terrible news about uh oh my god this uh Criminal plot uh, to you know Do this nefarious thing was broken up You're like oh my god thank god stupid People so often try to Commit crimes because of uh, How often they're able to be stopped And um, boy nothing is uh, More on display here and uh, You know he just keeps asking for his money And I want the money right now And um, I don't know it's been a while but I don't Know that I've ever been happier to uh, Have a uh, character uh, for his uh, upends to come, as uh, the great uh, sideshow Bob would say, uh, but um,
3: Did I, he I seem think- like every he seemed like a cliche of the 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 redneck who takes people hostage and then puts the gun to his head. Like, okay, let me think, let me think. Yeah, what am I gonna, you know? And then the girlfriend's like, "You should have thought of this beforehand." I want my money, and then he's like, "Shut up, I'm in Georgia." Like you, yeah. we've seen this duo a thousand times. With the guy who's not smart enough to pull the heist off and the girlfriend who yells at him for it and then he dies. Like he could not have yeah. died sooner, you're right. Again, why yeah. I hated episode three.
2: Well, he did remind me of one of my favorite Simpsons characters, uh Cletus, the slack jawed yokel. Uh <laughs> who of course has a phenomenal theme song. Uh, but I I agree, and don't worry, I'm not gonna play that on this show. But in any case, <laughs> Can't uh, are we allowed to quote
3: it? Can't afford the clearance.
2: You can you can you can
0: say it. I, I don't even want you to sing it. Uh some folks can... will never lose a toe. And then again, some folks will like Cletus the slack jawed yokel. yokel. yes. Fabulous writing. Um in any <laughs>
2: case, uh so he was our resident Cletus. And I do think that uh the criminal element being so easily uh overwhelmed and sort of you know, this idea that Maya gets out. And I'm like, I feel like we missed something because uh, she didn't do enough while she was free. But then they also go, like, ah, well, she broke out. So <sighs> I guess uh, all we got are zip ties. So let's not zip tie her again. Really? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kidding. You go out to you get some handcuffs, something because rope, clearly, they don't have rope. It, you, right. Exactly, exactly. They're all
3: driving pickup trucks. They don't have a rope in Oklahoma. Yeah. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly Eric's role got got a role. I, I did think that obviously that sequence is uh, the weak link in the whole series for me personally but they definitely try to push it aside by uh, the reveal at the end that Fisk is in town and then they're like huh you want to keep watching right you don't you kind of don't care about what you just saw um and it was true because when when that came up I'm like all right, I really want to see what happened next instead of dwelling on uh, how I felt like I had been taken hostage.
3: How about and, the boot, uh, the boot knife, yeah. the boot no, knife is the cool thing, right? She, she I, I, shoots out the knife, a knife pretty, out of her boot. They don't yeah. show the killing and then he's done. They, yeah. Th- this is supposed to be a violent show. I want to see the thing cut his neck open. So they well, show they the knife. Had to,
5: and
2: they would have had, had to go from TV. MA to TV MMA, if they were going to show that, ah, <laughs> ring the bell, ring
3: the bell. I don't think ring
2: that. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think that uh, Disney Plus slash Hulu. By the way, I want to no, meet don't, anyone. Don't show who, I want just a second. Out. I want to meet anyone who watched this on Hulu. You know what I mean? Because it's on Disney Plus and Hulu. So I'll. Let, I will let you know on this show as soon as I talk to someone. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wondered
3: yeah. about that if they did a yeah, different version for Hulu.
2: Oh, that's a great point. I feel like no,
0: but uh, yeah, I feel like no. Possible. Also, yeah.
3: But at least show uh, the guy grab his neck or something. They yeah. just were like, knife, he's dead.
0: Yeah. O- off uh, camera, ADR. Oh, my neck, it's bleeding from the cut. <laughs> <As he died.
3: laughs> right. Voice Oh, yeah. no, my neck is bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then the, that, the blonde the blonde chick, they threw her in for what reason? Just to are be we talking typical. about Vicky? Is that her name? Vic, no, of no, no, Vicky?
1: No, no, no. Vicky was. No, the no. Dad.
3: I think
2: that's Lurleen. Oh. Was a girl? Oh, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's nothing lean about her. Lean, but, nothing uh, lean about her. Yeah, uh, no, I, believe just, that, um, I believe she was. Uh, I believe she was uh, Hank Hill's niece who lived with them on King of the yeah. Hill. Yeah, uh, don't, don't, he, don't you move? Brittany Murphy. I love.
1: I love that they had her in there. I. It's funny. I'm like listening to y'all and I'm like, I actually really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was like fun no, action. I, it was here, it-
2: here's the thing. I actually my my point is that there are weak moments to it. I liked watching Maya get out of it, raise some questions about but these are uh but I for me it's not this like death valley of a of a downturn from the previous episode, Even the MacGyver uh, yeah. scene. Oh, the
1: MacGyver I, scene was interesting. I was like, well, okay. To be
2: fair, awesome. I, I thought of it more of as a MacGruber scene, so I
1: laughed.
3: <laughs> yeah, but there was no explosion. so It was more yeah, of a MacGyver scene. No, he he was, managed to somehow like, build a motor that spun the wheels. To, uh, come on.
1: I, the, uh, the washers, I mean, well, that would definitely take out a couple of people. I look, liked that it was sort of like you know, it's almost like the nerf gun type of thing where it's like, we're not using real guns. So like the kids can play or like pretend that this (sighs) is a thing. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was an interesting solve for her. It also was interesting that that episode came after where she finally sees like her hand power thing. Yeah. Um, And I was like, Oh, okay. So we're still showing her kind of going after the sub bosses, like the mini bosses before we get to actual big boss. And how she can be a badass
0: without the superhuman powers? Yeah, this episode for me, Christian, I, I, my notes here sort of read like what I imagine uh, uh, Michael Shirley's mind is in terms of it's all (laughs) bold text, all lots of like exclamation points and question marks. I keep using the term "poor man" as in uh, whatever Cletus is. Cletus, I put him as a. He was a poor man. I first thought he was a poor man's um, Kevin Dillon. Then I thought he was a poor man's Giovanna Ribisi. I thought that one villain was a poor man, Jason Statham. And sure. and and also, like, these are three of the dumbest villains I've ever seen, right? You <laughs> you said, they're right, they're the C team. They're the F team. Um, they were so terrible. And somehow they were able to capture Echo or um, uh, Maya. They were able to capture her. And they were able to capture lots of people. And it was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, like they were like ninjas for like one second. And then all of a sudden, like they're putting her in a room that I didn't think any of us could have broken out because everything in that room was a tool you could Mm -hmm. use to break open any door.
3: Yeah. And And a wall that didn't go to the ceiling so she could shoot the lights out.
0: It was like, and I, I, mean, that was one of those where you say it was a different director that explains part of it, yeah. but the the whole tone shifted, and it was almost like Biscuit took over as the writer
3: and director. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Key, it was Keystone Rednecks. There
2: was there was a there was a uh, Writers Guild strike, and uh, it is possible that Biscuits was the scab who stepped in to finish the. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the strike happened at episode two ended. Yeah, we're like I oh, will right, going on strike.
2: Right. That's the order. Yeah, they were they were written out of order. They had finished the series, but it's like uh, we really need somebody to do another another pass on episode three. Um, Yeah, well, uh, but Katie, to your point, there's maybe some issues, but it didn't it didn't derail your enjoyment of the series. Uh,
1: no, I actually, and I think this is the one where I was like, this is very Vince Gilligan in and how they kind of like show the aftermath of like the, the crane game, just like subtly coming to a stop. And like, they had these really beautiful subtle shots of just like mayhem has ensued and now things are sort of settling, but there's still this eerie, awkward thing about it. Um, I thought that was a really cool choice. It it was definitely different. I would say from the fight stuff that we get in the first episode, that was so daredevil. Um, This felt a little bit more, um, sort of quirky happenstance type fight um, where she still busts through a wall which love the fact that there's a big thing that says make America skate again <laughs> I mean
2: that, that uh, yeah I mean I, uh, I, I I, hope that that was a practical location that had that on the wall except it really looks like a set so I assume that somebody's just like hey wait I, I got a great idea I, I uh, Daniel Drew makes a point back. they should have just been tracksuit mafia guys yeah. and uh, yes yeah. that's yeah, actually maybe. what
0: we should have gotten what were you going to say uh, Mr. Connor? Yeah, I was just saying. Like, I did like the very dramatic drop of the ski ball. Yeah, I thought that was the moment. Yeah. Like, wow, a ski ball yeah. finally got its due. Um, and and but, and gosh, uh, was... by the
2: way, my my thought was um, the ski balls don't just uh, drop out like that. You got to put quarter
3: yeah. in. Whatever. Yeah, I was I, that same thing. I'm like, how did she? What is she like? The Fonz when she hits the jukebox and it starts playing. Hey, if it worked for him. Maybe. That's right all right she's no you fun the, the
0: cut scene is her running over putting a dollar bill in and right. then straightening the dollar because the you know what I want to see that the deleted
3: in- scene DVD I need to see how she got the balls to come out <laughs> if you know what I'm saying oh, we, we all do. know what
2: you're, saying. We know what you're we saying all thank do. you very much I <laughs> wanna uh, I wanna uh circle to back to you David because does that episode and the uh, shenanigans at the bowling alley take away uh, from your enjoyment of the rest of the series where you just like, did you throw your hands up and go like, what the hell was this? Or were you able to kind of push forward because you were hoping uh, uh, you were going to get to see Charlie Cox again?
3: I think that's what it was. I, I watched episode three and I thought, okay, she's going to go back to New York. I'm going to see daredevil again in some capacity. It's going to be worthwhile. And I think that episode made me think, have a higher expectation of four and five, that I was then more disappointed by four and five, which I wouldn't have been had three been better. I think if three was a little bit better for me, didn't have the dopey fight and the, all the the stupid rednecks. And I I apologize if they're not rednecks. I you know I'm just throwing the word. Oh yeah, okay,
1: you don't want to offend them.
3: I don't want to offend them. You know that that they have a computer, they could be watching this, but I. <laughs>
2: I mean, how I, else are they gonna? How else are they gonna mail order their meth? So yes,
3: thank you, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a big part of our demographic,
3: David. <laughs>
5: yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> it, it did. It did made me hopeful for four and five that there would be more of that vibe of episode one, and it never came. So there were things about four and five I liked, which we'll talk about uh, as we get to those episodes. I that I did yeah. like in four and five, but three to me, the fight scene was. If you watch the fight scene again, it was all very boom, boom, boom. And then yeah. they move and then they, you could see them stop The mo- It's almost like they did a move and then they hit the buttons again. Did not move. It's very choppy, even though it's a flowing fight scene. It's all very stop for a half, half a second and move again. It wasn't a daredevil choreography that was fluid. Right. It was, it was very stop and go. So, well, redneck movie talk. Yeah. yeah. Our
2: buddy Daniel Drew is uh, saying redneck movie talk, which uh, that's uh a show in development, uh, I'd for... give it two
3: thumbs up, but I only got one.
2: Oh no. Uh, so, uh, our next uh, question goes uh, back to our buddy, Michael Shirley, uh, who would like to tell us what he thought of the bad guys in the bowling alley. We were talking about Fisk's henchman who, uh, schlepped out to Oklahoma from New York. And then also, uh, his name was Vicky. Is that what we've decided? Is it Nikki? I, what but, is this? I okay. thought it was Vicky. All right. I believe you. Uh, uh, the guy who turned in Maya. So, Michael, you have the floor. What did we think of the uh, villains in episode three? The entire spectrum of henchmen.
4: Oh, man. They were they were a bunch of dopes. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't I, I I guess once you run out of the tracksuit mafia, you just got to take whoever's, you know, Owes yeah. some money and needs some money. Let's <laughs> take what she can get. Uh, I like the polling alley scene. Is that when she, I thought it was like a skating rink. I, was that when she threw that ski ball at someone and yes. like, just like knocked it? A skating her rink, off. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it was, it's a roller rink. Yeah, and yeah, laser tag from 1947, oh, okay. it looked like. Yeah.
4: I, I hated almost everything in that <laughs> stupid room. It made I love roller skating, and it just made me rethink things a little bit. Like, not even the are,
0: use centerfold. One of your favorite songs.
4: <laughs> it's more. It's like makes me like kind of question anyone over the age of like thirteen that is in a bowling alley skating rink situation.
3: Weren't also they were going uh, counterclockwise when they did the red light green light thing? That's yeah. that's not the norm.
2: I mean, we that's did also get. Mm-hmm. Steering we wheel on get the wrong some side. Nice Rob Zombie placement. Uh, Dragula. The, uh, Dragula was great. Yeah, I mean, come Dragula. on. You know, it's uh, the uh, the music licensing uh, was uh, a little bit more on point for this show than uh, other Disney Plus shows. Yeah, were.
4: I was really impressed with whoever yeah. like the music coordinator was. I thought they did a really great job.
3: With it's me. all I've been listening to <laughs> since. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's yeah, that's enough. I don't
2: want. I don't want I don't want Sherry Moon zombie right, sure. striking our channel because Michael's favorite movie of last year
4: was The Monsters that Monsters, did yeah. in any <laughs> <case>. <laughs> Um the only movie I've ever walked out of because I was just like it wasn't that it was just too horrible, I was just like, this is this just sucks it was a thousand the the house house of a thousand thousand corpses corpses. i walked out of that that was by the way
2: um craig is invoking a term from our previous episode and asking uh michael uh he has the sense that you were thinking it was a bit goofy and uh i think that that is a perfect (laughs) 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 good callback craig (laughs) thank you craig yeah we we appreciate that so Episode four, uh, gives us, uh, see right at the one hour mark. We, uh, I, I knew that we would cover the first three episodes in an hour. Uh, but, uh, we're powering through and we're talking about all five here, uh, because we wanted to, you know, have it be one killer drop, like it said in the, uh, trailer. And, uh, that's what we're doing here with our Geekscape special. We're going to talk about episode four and, uh, basically, uh, uh, you know, Fisk calls everyone off, which I mean, it was fairly apparent that there's only one reason that that would have happened at the end of episode three. And um, they do sit down to have dinner and uh, big shout out to Levain's cookies uh, that uh, we saw in there. We have one in L.A. now. Uh, over on Larchmont. So uh oh if, if oh, Katie didn't even know these things. Oh I did not um, know this. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 and um, we write doing
1: jury duty this week so <laughs> I'm gonna be like hey oh. you need to go stop by Levane.
2: <laughs> right exactly so uh there was a it was a nice shout out and uh I'm I'm going to uh, start off with what I think is um just plain rudeness from Maya because she doesn't dump out the wine so that she can try to break the wine bottle over his head, which I'm really glad didn't happen because that's what I thought it was. She's just being a dick. And I I don't know. I mean, you don't have to drink it. But, uh, you know, Fisk is like, it okay, came highly recommended, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you dumped it out. Uh, but um, what was that? Uh, I'll ask you first. And, and who
3: recommends what? wine to Kingpin?
2: Who calls him <laughs> up and says,
3: hey, you um, know, you're going to dinner this week. You no, should no, try no. the Merlot. He's like, oh, let thank me, you. Let
2: me put it this way. Anyone Kingpin asks if they have a wine recommendation, immediately makes a wine recommendation. Yeah, then better be good, though. And then they leave
3: town right.
0: and change their name. That's you, saw right. what he did the tr- you saw what he did to the translator. Imagine what yeah, he does. Of, of course, to course he did that. She knew you know. too
3: much. She wasn't going to no. make it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
3: Yeah, yeah, that is somebody
2: I wanted to reference, the uh, the poor translator.
1: <laughs> I know that poor translator, I was like in the Good fact God. that like you hear her screaming off screen and obviously Maya doesn't think anything no of idea. it. I, that, I, I, I thought thought she can't great. hear her.
2: Yeah, she's no deaf. no, there weren't there weren't I a lot know. of those instances. <laughs> I thought that was great usage of the it fact was
1: that, a great usage of sound yeah. off screen. Oh, like yeah, you know, and
2: the
3: like who walks into a hallway with plastic wrap everywhere. You know, By the way, if I'm, the
2: hallway correct me if I'm wrong, but uh Fisk's townhouse, that's the same location from the Netflix shows, or at least it looks enough like it. It looked right?
1: like it. Yeah, I, I don't
3: I don't I, I watched some YouTube video where they showed both and it I don't think it was the same. Well, it 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 was
2: supposed to look like it, and that was okay. sort of like when when I was uh, lording my screeners over all of you. I, I <laughs> didn't want to mention that it was that location, but I'm like, Oh, we get his townhouse. And there's, there's a whole conversation we're about to have uh, about, uh, about what's come before with uh, Fisk. But um, I, I thought that-
3: you, sorry, in retrospect, right. you having the episodes early, not a flex anymore. Looking back, I'm not really impressed.
2: Well, well yeah, but I, I got, I got to break it up. And, uh, you know, again, <laughs> Uh, I got to I got to know biscuits way before anybody else did. So, you got that going uh, for you. There, there is that, which is nice. So, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that this uh, this sort of like semi tense dinner scene. You know, they drop the knife on the floor. There's a whole thing, but eventually it was just like, all right, well, why don't you come back to New York to work for me? And I'm like, really? That, I mean, I got
1: I gotta say, like, aside from the one which did feel like hard, the thing that stuck, I was like. Vincent D'Onofrio has just got his eye back. Like we were just shot dead in the eye and like point blank, no less.
0: Right. Well, and, and can I be, uh, uh, piggyback on that? Because also I my guess having, I've yet to be shot in the eye. But <laughs> my guess is it's not like it hits your eye and your eye is so hard. It just stops there. That that to me is one of my favorite things. They did this in uh, Kingsman Two. Someone gets <laughs> shot in the eye, in the head. And yeah. all they need is an eye patch as opposed to, yeah. I don't know, yeah. an entire second half of a head.
3: Carl, the walking dead. Same thing. Yeah. He okay. had a hole there. Like as if the, the, eye went in and scooped it out. The bullet yeah. went in. Well, and was,
2: whoo! <laughs> there were, there were definitely a couple of times, you very know, the, the, very the, ban- hard. the bandage comes off a couple of different times in, in episodes four and five. And I, I, yeah, I did wonder, I'm like, Oh, okay. Did they have to put it back on? So some scenes matched up at some point or something like that. Uh, but it, you know the fact that he's alive at all is uh is enough of uh of a way to you know have to uh you know suspension of disbelief as it were but right. uh yeah I so I don't know I mean I think that um I was surprised like when that scene ends I'm like oh that's it he just wants her to come back to New York and um she doesn't try to kill him he doesn't try to have her killed which you know was episode four or five so we knew she wasn't gonna get killed but Um, So I I think watching them together, you know, I I mean, does he really travel around with that hammer? I mean, I think (laughs) I think uh, he really loves that
1: hammer, man. It's sentimental. Yes. (laughs) I had a hammer Uh,
2: (laughs) in the morning. Thank you. Uh, And the reference to that is basically the has led to the reality, the the rallying cry that, um, see the Netflix shows are all Canon because of this. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not actually what it means. It just means that they're they've selected something about the Netflix shows. That is also this character's backstory. You, you show me foggy and Karen in daredevil born again, then I'll start to believe it. Um, I I think it's, it's like, it's like what they do with star Wars where they're like, well, uh, this character from the novels is now in the movies. But none of that shit that happened in the books actually happened, You're like Grand Admiral Thrawn. Eh, none of that stuff happened, but we like the character. So, you know, I'm, I, you know, as much as I want Iron Fist to be canon in the MCU, I no. don't know that it is yet. But that's no. because I want, I want my Colleen Wing as Iron Fist. Story. Colleen I Wing, fine, that not yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want yeah. that, but <laughs> I, I'm not convinced. And everybody was like, "Oh wow, this is great." I'm like, "Really? Is that what it is? That what it means?" Uh, I'll ask each of you. Uh, Katie, did you think that that's what this meant? The fact that it's like, all right, well, you know, he killed his dad like he did in the Netflix show. Uh, so then the entire Netflix universe must actually exist.
1: No, I, that's not what I thought. And I was just like, oh, they brought that back. How yeah. cute. Uh, yeah. it, it, it felt <laughs> oh, that little of... murdering
2: kid. Isn't he adorable?
1: <laughs> I, You know, and like great uh, and all that. But I also feel like, I and look, I don't know the comics as well, um, so Michael, you might have to help me out on this, but um, it just feels like Fisk is just super humanly evil, <laughs> and I don't understand, like, obviously he's rich, obviously he's strong, obviously he's an anger machine, but... Did he also get to be Purple Hulk at some point in <laughs> no, Avengers that's Tower? one of the things
2: uh David and I were talking about um before this uh series was released is the fact that in the Netflix Daredevil series, he was too strong. Like he was yeah. always strong in the comics. I mean, he could you know he went toe-to-toe with Spider-Man, who has actual powers and right. you know, uh fended off Daredevil, you know. I mean, so but he it,
3: it was strong. that
2: he was super strong. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Hawkeye, he was super strong. So it's like, what is his level? And yeah, is there a superhuman element to him that is inconsistent? And I, I don't have those answers. I want him to be strong enough. Right. But I also need to, you know, not well, think we, like, well, why did he just not break out of jail by, you know, punching the wall and walking right. through it? What were you going to say, Katie? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, in in talking about these sort of like hints to like a wider, different universe or whatever, I mean, we get a clear shot at the top of this episode of Rocks on Gas Station, yeah. Uh, and I was like, which, okay, so which... shout outs to
2: Rocks on show up in some stuff that's uh, tangentially connected. It's a it's a major plot point in Cloak and Dagger, the freeform series. Yep. So yeah, uh, key. Key? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm like, okay, are are we doing these kinds of hints just like buried and like a fun nod to the fandoms? Or are we actually making this a point? I feel like we're getting muddled on the whole. I I, I think
2: they don't know. I think they don't know for sure. What were you going to say, David?
3: Uh, Last week, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe executive Brad Winterbaum, in an interview which I watched, Said that Echo uh, and the Netflix shows are MCU canon in his opinion. Uh, that as far as he's concerned, <laughs> it's all canon. But well, he's no. a, he's a VP of Disney, so sure. Yeah.
2: Now, whether no, or not you, Kevin church. Feige
3: says, I, I was going to say his last name's not
2: Feige. So right, uh,
3: so <laughs> but, but that's 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 been going and, around and, now that that it's uh, it's canon. But Charlie Cox said it's it's a similar Daredevil, and Vincent D'Onofrio in an interview this week said it's canon. It's the same Kingpin. So yeah. I don't know if they're definitive, but it's more leaning like it's going to be canon.
2: Yeah. Well, I no. Look, I'm just saying I'm not convinced. Uh, but it, does, yeah. it doesn't automatically mean that. And I, I, think that there, there will be things that they, that they pick and choose. You know, uh, you know, they're like, oh, this series, but not that one. Yeah, maybe not the defenders. Uh, maybe this episode of Luke Cage, but not that one. You know, I, I, I don't think that there's sort of a blanket to it. But in terms of this episode, uh, on the whole. Uh, Eric, what did you think of uh, episode four uh, as we're we're sort of really just touching on the dinner scene so far, but uh, uh, just sort of bigger picture for you, Eric.
0: You know, it, it felt like a very much just a transitional episode. You know, it's the episode they have in Walking Dead where they're going to go to a new place and they're getting ready to pack up and leave, or they know the zombies are coming to them. So it's, A little bit of filler. I mean, they're both very good. The the, the acting's great. I did, I think the uh, contact lens that read sign language, I thought that was an interesting touch. I like that. Um, But uh, I think the problem is, and again, it kind of got back to something I brought up before like, I'm not really sure what Kingpin's trying to do. Mm. And as a result, it's like, why, you know, yes, he has a, a, he's very protective of her. Mm. You know, I wish that my dad, Almost killed an ice cream man, and <laughs> gave me a hard time for my order when I wanted the WrestleMania ice cream sandwich and they were out of it. You know, I, I never got that, so I, I, I don't understand that kind of love. And I they have an interesting bond, but did it warrant that scene? I don't know. I, I, I found myself maybe a little bored with episode four. I, I agree with you, Brody. Like, I think episode three was for me such a mess. That I was like, I spent a lot of episode four just trying to like almost ascertain, like, what is this show now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what Please are these make are, me like it
3: again? Yeah.
0: Right. What's their goals? I, I, you know, found myself like constantly just thinking, okay, if she wants to get out of town, get out of town. Like, I know she's conflicted, but even then, it just felt like a lot of very soft choices. And yeah, her mm-hmm. spilling out the wine, I, I guess that was pretty funny that she only did just to fuck with him yeah, um, yeah. and then him. she and then brought him a cola <laughs> yeah, yeah right i mean right, that's, right. that's
3: much worse than shooting him in the face she dumped his wine out yeah oh, yeah uh, and,
2: and and by yeah. the way it it, it it wasn't brand name i mean it was a shasta you know it was like oh yeah the, the, the song, yeah, yeah. Then the coke right, yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah, right
0: yeah. It, it, um but uh just says in, soda on the side
2: in terms <laughs> of that uh that that ice cream scene i i do think that you know that one scene does a pretty good job of like all right we, I think other series might have given us, you know, five scenes that were all similar to that. And I, I did at least appreciate the uh, economy of storytelling. And uh, the key moment is when Young Maya, who uh, I looked it up in front of me, the actress who plays Young Maya's name is uh, uh, Darnell Besaw, B E S A W. Uh, and um, I thought she was great. And um, the fact that she uh, kicks the ice cream man
0: uh, on their way yeah. out of the alley, yeah. I yeah. was like, "All
2: right, that kind of tells us everything we need to know about them about and her
0: well. and but, and,
1: I, and her angry issues."
0: <laughs> and I love yeah. that tableau, by the way, of him holding her hand uh, yeah. with the mm-hmm. ice cream, mm-hmm. and maybe dead. Oh yeah, I've,
2: seen some fan art of uh, people have uh, drawn that uh, the, the kingpin silhouette. Yeah. Holding her head and then just, you know, blood all
3: over the alley. Um, that uh, actress, yeah. by the way, is her niece or cousin. They're, they're related. I was going to oh. say,
1: because the casting in this yeah, was phenomenal. Perfect. Everyone looked yeah. like they were actually family. So I'm glad yeah. to know that but she was family. Yeah, so she,
3: she is family. Okay. Uh, I thought that scene, when I first saw it, I said, oh, you know, living with Kingpin or being around her father, who's a killer, uh, since she moved to New York, she's hardened up and she's evil, Like right? She's got a, a bad streak. But then they show the next flashback, and forgive me—I don't know what episode it was—where she hurts the bird on purpose. Yeah, right. she's the kind of kid that that hurts cats. Like yeah. she's not. A, huh? Right. I mean, if you're trying to tell me she's a hero, you're showing me that she's an awful human being. Yeah. So,
5: yeah,
3: uh, maybe the the history the conflict, and the echoing of her yeah. generations will make her a better person. Well, but right now she's a horrible person who wants to be the queen pin.
1: It did. It yeah. did feel a little bit like nature versus nurture debate in a way where she started off terrible. She, well, she started off terrible, but also her dad was still alive at that point.
3: She could have seen him doing bad stuff too. Yeah.
1: It might've been, but we didn't get to see her relationship with her dad in New York all that much other than when he dies later on when she's older. I mean, we're seeing that there's this sort of surrogate father figure that has now not only like encouraged her in the violence, but like displayed, what brutal violence is in front of her. And she's cool with it. So it, it's almost like, okay, is this like the nurture thing where he raised her to kind of be this way um, without like the help of her mother or whatever? And then. And
3: she's a peaceful healer and she ended up with that guy.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's.
2: Yeah, hey, Some
1: people do that.
2: <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants.
3: And um, apparently <laughs> the healer can't heal herself because I thought. Oh, she'll have the car accident. She'll oh. just go you know, and she'll be fine.
5: Yeah. Oh. She has to actually try to <laughs>
2: oh, she has to spoiler. actually
3: touch spoiler, she yeah. dies. Sorry. The, that's all right. No, no, else, that, that she would have so. to
2: actually, you know, do something. She would yeah. have to actually use the healing powers, but I believe she But then she, she comes back dead. from the
3: dead in casual outfit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> very very casual it was the yeah, Same was outfit that like, well,
3: she was wearing in the car yeah. Pretty yeah. Pretty Nice casual yeah. with the blood, she got the blood out, she came back, well, you know.
2: No, it was it was summer Fridays at that point. So uh, episode four, also, uh, finally, you know, after kind of dodging each other, uh, Maya sits down with Grandma Chula, Uh, the actress who plays her name is Tantu Cardinal. Uh, So uh, I think uh, she does a great job in a character that we know right away that we're supposed to not really like her. But uh, I think they do a decent enough job helping us understand her. And they start to build up this idea of the flashbacks. And uh, you know, trying to remind us, like yeah, you're seeing them for a reason. We'll get to it, not this episode, but um, we are going to have it, um, Michael. I wanted to ask you, in terms of the interactions between Maya and Fisk in episode four, whether it's her as a little girl or her as an adult, um, how did you feel that? Uh, how did you feel watching those, basically?
4: Well, I think she – first of all, I think she poured the wine out because she'd seen him probably poison people in the past. Um, Great point. Great point. I think that she probably didn't really fully trust him or know why they were sitting down. I mean, it was a Thursday after all.
3: Uh, <laughs> right. Not a Sunday. Right.
4: Uh, this kind of, like, brings back what I was hoping to see. Um, I think that he always needs, like, like a female assassin. Like, he has this mm. thing always for female assassins. Like, Elektra, Typhoid Mary, now Echo. And I think that since he got her so young, it made her maybe a little less dispensable. Like, I think that he doesn't want to throw it all away just because she shot him. I think that he actually does really love her. I was hoping in that scene or soon after that scene, we might have seen Alice Eve show up as Typhoid Mary. They've reintroduced her back into the comic books as one of his, like, main allies and i even thought even maybe for a second we might see electra or a flashback of her um i i like their relationship together because he's clearly obsessed with her Mm -hmm. and she seems like she has no use for him at all
2: yeah, and I mean, to the point of sort of what you're saying is that she's, you know, the closest thing to any kind of child that he has. Yeah. You know? I mean, I,
4: go ahead. I was hoping that we would hear something about Vanessa. I wanted to kind of maybe see. I'm sorry, you
2: mean uh, Vanessa.
4: Vanessa. Is that what you Vanessa. Rebecca. Rebecca.
5: Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I wanted to kind of see, like, how she fit in in their family. Like, was it just him and her one on alone time? Was she included? Like, did she really feel like part of the family? Or did she feel like, oh, that's Uncle Kingpin or whatever? Uh, also, when you guys were talking about canon, for me, seeing the wall, I'm thinking of that stupid Rabbit in a snowstorm, or whatever the painting was called. That oh, yeah, you know, he bought. Like, I feel like this all has to be canon. If they don't, I don't know how they can pull it off believably to us unless they want to use some sort of unreliable narrator situation where maybe what you saw wasn't quite what you saw. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like they really, really missed out on by not bringing in more of his female assassins. I think that could have been a real cool turn to see maybe him send new proteges. Uh, yeah. To like kind of put her in her place, or bring I, her back I, th-
2: her I think they would have needed more episodes to work with to do that. And our visual audience yeah. is uh, seeing a, a, a shout out uh, from the uh, the late eighties, early nineties era of Daredevil. What we're talking about, Typhoid Mary. Um, you know, sort that's, of
5: that's working life, with. Right? She
2: has, to, she kill has him, to kill him. She loves Stop him, him. <laughs> and then the blood <laughs> is shaped like a heart. So just uh, got yeah, married. That's, you'll, you'll-, that's you'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I I know. <laughs> she
5: she knew.
2: um. But yeah, I think that look, there's there is an opportunity to have brought in a lot of things. But I I go back to what I said is they're not sure what they're doing with. Any of those properties, I mean, for the most part, people liked Luke Cage. You know, I mean, they would want to do something with him. uh, You know what that is. uh, You know, I'm sure there's ideas. I'm sure there's thinking, but they weren't able to do that. But who knows? Maybe Daredevil Born Again and it's 18 episodes or whatever it is. uh, They could do a lot of rebuilding there. And, uh, you know, uh, David, you wanted more Daredevil in this show. You're going to get plenty of them eventually. As long uh,
3: as I get to see the nine they scrapped, I want to see them. I want to see how bad they were.
2: Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't quite know what we're actually going to get in terms of uh, Daredevil born again, going forward. Um, Let's uh, start to wind down by opening up uh, episode five. And um, David, I'm going to go with you first. How do you feel this show ended we we've gotten to see that the the hand powers were sort of a thing maya has uh, abilities that are not entirely explained uh pulling on resources from her ancestors which is a very cool idea also not entirely well explained and she touches fisk also not entirely explained um it's there's there's like it's one of those things where there's moments where i'm like oh this part looks cool okay it's a little hokey but i get what they're going for but ultimately they didn't really sell it to me because they want to leave it open-ended for some reason Um, but what did you think of uh, the fifth episode david
3: i think you did a great job describing the fifth episode it seemed like there should have been a sixth episode in in a normal in a normal tv show those would have been the cliffhangers because yeah. you know the season's going to come back in September. Old school, right? Oh, the next season is September. After, after you come back, you go to school, and TV yeah. comes back. But when you don't know if there's going to be an Echo Season 2, and you don't know if these characters are going to show up in Daredevil, or they're going to show up in Wonder Man, or a movie, then you have no idea what, what she did to him. I mean, she may have made him look upon himself and touch his inner feelings, and you know. but is that her power to make her feel emotion? Make the person feel like, or make him... Look at his history, like echoes of his past. I don't know. And then they—he's gonna obviously he's gonna run for mayor, right? Mm-hmm. Which Oswald Copperpot, Cobblepot did in Batman: A uh, Gotham, right? right? Oh, That's been done already. Oh the bad guy runs for mayor. Well,
2: to be to be fair, Fisk uh, has been the mayor of New York yeah. City in the past in in comics. And uh, unless I'm mistaken, is he president now in in the Marvel comics? Uh, I, or, I I maybe. Maybe misread that. I know he. I I read issues of Amazing Spider-Man. You know, Volume Seven or Volume Eight. You know, one of many number ones they've put out of Amazing Spider-Man. Know, I'm right. Yeah, but um, the. I mean, would somebody the really Kingpin, vote? the Kingpin is mayor
3: of New York? And, would somebody uh, really vote for a known criminal to be an elected official? I find that hard to believe.
2: <laughs> would the people of <laughs> New York City <inaudible> vote for someone who is completely inept and unable to be a mayor multiple oh, times?
5: The, the last times. several decades, how am
2: I yes. doing? So, yeah. <laughs> no, not him. Koch? No, that's not who I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> I know, <laughs> uh,
2: but yes, uh, Thank so it, it, yeah. So, uh, let's uh, bring Craig's comment in here from across the pond. Uh, uh, Craig Robinson found it funny when Maya pointed out to Fisk that he couldn't even care enough to learn how to sign, he just threw money at it with the tech, which was cool. Um, I'm glad that uh, Craig reminded me that I I found that to be a little hokey and uh, I was just like I felt like it was from storytelling of they just didn't like they couldn't have because as soon as they can have Bonnie off to the side translating they do and they have her take the eye out the, the you know which by the way. What that eye she tossed in the trash can at a, at like a Bucky's truck stop, I have no idea. But um that was, it was, a, rock it was a couple song. bucks that she tossed away. Yeah, I know it was a rock. <laughs> song.
3: But and why in, wouldn't she use it for other people? Like in in public, yeah. it would be helpful. Seems right.
5: odd. Yeah.
1: Well, I, guess, I mean, her point is go
3: ahead, go ahead, Katie.
1: My whole thing was that like I was scared like what that tech was actually doing to her, because I was like, yeah. whenever Fisk gives you a gift. I don't trust that. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. it's why they had to. They couldn't have him like, please put this in your eye. No, no, right. she had to forcibly <laughs> have it, uh, you know, jammed into her eye. The, and yeah. um, the
0: payoff yeah. would have been she put in her eye, went into Cold Stone's. Now she can order ice cream happily ever <laughs> after. The end.
3: It seemed like when they were holding her arms, that would have been a good opportunity for her to knife boot him in the crotch.
2: Well, I don't think she has the knife boot anymore. Yeah. Is there
0: ever a but, bad time? Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, well, that's, that's,
0: a, that's a great point. The one-trick um, boot.
2: That's yeah.
4: it. It, had, it. had
2: one blade in it. I mean, what it. It, you, you gotta, so you gotta go back that. to the. Yeah, you gotta go back to the shoe store if you want to get another one. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about the way this ended, uh, Eric? And we'll, we'll, we'll sort of finish up after after I, I chat with each of you. We'll finish up by what we think is next. That sort of aspect of it. But what did you think about the
0: ending to this story that we got in episode five? It wasn't quite a crash landing, but it was not smooth. Um, it definitely wings were kind of going up on either side while it landed. Uh, I, I, the part when uh, the poor man's uh, Jason Statham or poor man's <laughs> flea, actually, it, first oh, he's all, definitely was,
3: poor man's flea, you're right. Yeah, yeah. When okay, he, but he
0: loves. wasn't her job. father
3: the wish version of Lou Diamond Phillips then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's never a bad version of a Lou Diamond. We've all learned that. <laughs> um, so he brings out the rocket launcher, and oh, I just laughed yes. out loud, and then the guy suddenly is winking at him like he's in some kind of John Woo film or something. <laughs> I, I just, that last scene, like, I again, sorry for repeating, but what were they doing? Like, why? Why were they destroying, you know, uh, the flower market or whatever that was? Like, I, I, I don't oh, understand. I
2: mean... That makes more sense than what they were doing earlier, because that was just like, oh, she doesn't want to come to New York. Uh, let's burn down the entire yeah. town she lives in. But uh, even but, that- but the ro- I, look, I 100 percent agree with you on the rocket launcher that you will. The, there will be no pushback fact, from me on that. What was that the, that?
1: the fact that people thought it was a it went off. Yeah. I was like. Oh,
0: there's so... yeah. a slightly <laughs> different sound, if nothing else. I, even how know, I, he,
3: I just he, wish he, I'd he, been anything. there for that.
1: That's that he gave the bowling
3: party. alley guy like three seconds to shoot him. He like, oh, you're going to shoot me? And the guy's like, I'm about to shoot you. And then he shot him. Yeah.
0: He had and, every and enough moment enough in the to world wing. to
3: just drop down and not be shot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and then even the idea that like whatever she did to to uh, Kingpin, um, it, it kind of gave me echoes of like uh, the Crow. When uh, the crow <laughs> touches that guy and yeah. you know twenty four hours of pain, and that guy goes ah, and he falls to his death. It was similar to that, except Kingpin was like oh, not so hard. Like and then he, then he, and he just like gets into his ride. car and goes home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was it, such a bizarre way to land. Now again, I like the idea that the power of the ancestors going through them. I like Grandma kicking some ass. That was fun. That was I
4: didn't like that.
0: I loved oh, it. Oh, I
4: hated that. Let,
0: let grab a
3: my... One might say it was goofy. It was goofy. Might have
2: been a little Literally goofy, but uh, I, 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 I'm uh, straight down the middle on that. It was goofy, but I did like it as well. So yeah, I loved
4: the rocket launcher as fireworks. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it,
3: it is funny.
4: I agree. Yeah. The cowboy thought... really kind of like.
3: What did he say? Like Mailed it's a hoedown man. or it's a powwow? Right. He's, it's a powwow now, which I thought was.
4: Well, like, I mean, Biscuit? the thing
0: was called a powwow. Yeah, but, Biscuit but, let yeah. them all in. By the way, okay, of all Dude. the guys to do security, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't bust on Biscuits because he will probably be my next Halloween costume, uh,
3: <laughs> and the next Marvel <laughs> spinoff.
0: Yeah, or at least um, uh, Brody it might be Porum uh, that I just... Hey, there you,
3: you go. There you go. Yeah, very nice. Did, did you get the impression that um, uh, Maya was like Ray Skywalker, where she suddenly knew how to use the Force out of nowhere with no training?
1: Sure. Like, whatever I, she did I to Kingpin, no. how did she
3: know what she was doing or how she did it? Or that she could do it?
1: I think it goes back to the nature-nurture thing. I think that's really what their theme was trying to be about, because, I mean, they were both very violent people, and I don't know... The thing, the thing that was really disappointing for me is that, like, I don't know what the hell happened to Vincent D'Onofrio other than, like, yeah, okay, I'll go back to blind.
4: The was he blind? Like, I don't. Did they no. fix his eye? Can he see out of it? Can he not right. see out of it? Did well, she
2: fix his eye? What did she do? Yeah. No, I, I think yeah. she
3: made him look at his own life or his soul yeah. right. or his his history. And because he was like, hit me with the hammer and get me out of my pain, right. I think maybe she removed his pain. She did something with his emotions I where he didn't amazing. like it. Where he made him look at himself, and he was like, "What did you do to me? I got to go be alone now." Like I think he, you know,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe they made him sit through five seasons of Law and Order: Criminal Intent, and he just couldn't handle it, and he's like, "I need to take a nap." No, they
3: made him watch episode three again.
2: uh daniel drew i looked up the choctaw's myths and they saw the sun as the source of life i love the fact that uh daniel does extra credit homework that hasn't even been assigned uh the symbol of the nation having the sun in there could connect the powers being connected to life and ancestry i felt like they did enough to explain that it was just more of the okay but what did they actually do when they were all together which brings another point from Daniel. I didn't mind Grandma getting the powers shared, but Bonnie shouldn't have been able to get them since it's the bloodline they should have access to the powers. Aww. But she's her cousin. She is her cousin. Like, cousin yeah. He refers to Bonnie as her cousin. They have the Donna same grand- grandmother. Wait, wait, hang on. Do not ask me who Bonnie's mom is. Who I, I don't know that. Okay. I, yeah. I, I hope Biscuits. I hope Biscuits, Biscuits is not in
4: the bloodline. It's her dad. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, Bonnie's mother clearly died, and she was raised by her grandmother, which is why. Yeah. When the mother was there with her, with Maya, grandma was there with Bonnie. Bonnie's mother clearly must have died. Yeah. I guess.
2: And, and Daniel assumes that people have the powers, get access to everything at once. She just knew what she needed to do. You know what? Sure. Because anybody who's ever picked up a Ghostbusters proton pack sure seems to know how to kill a ghost and trap it. So, <laughs> sure. I'm going to say. There's only one okay. button on the gun, though. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. There was to a- charge up. <laughs> great. Yeah, <well. laughs>
3: Yeah. it's a leaf blower um, basically
4: I but, had a huge know, problem with something no one has talked about at all like her goofy Mortal Kombat like outfit I her love grandma that made her- I I, I, I love have to say, I, like, I do
2: have to say that I liked it. I mean, I also like I also like Kitty Pride's sprite costume. So, oh, alive. now you've now you've
3: gone too far. <laughs> I know that's why I said
4: it. it what,
1: was what? What about it was goofy to you?
4: Like the way it looked, it looked like she was in like some home at class, and they're like, "We're gonna make like an ancestral dress for you." Like what? What's where? What's your nationality? And like, she's like, I'm an Indian Native American, and this is what they came up with. And she just, I don't know. She looked like it looked very homemade. I mean, I know the woman made it on that old, old, old sewing machine, and like between two sewing machines or something. I don't know. It looks like you made it at home, but you're seeing. (laughs) <laughs> you're seeing all these people you know running around you know doing their chants and rain dances and they're in these incredible costumes and then you've got her in this like stuff and it's <laughs> like well the, there's this thread that holds it all together and i'm just like what this thing this looks like like my little cousin made it it was sort yeah of it like looked it, a it lot a- like that
2: well, I'm was, showing you know, I'm showing Kitty Pride's sprite uh, costume, and I, yeah. it, I feel like what old wore like a, was perhaps a little bit more dignified yeah. than uh, what a 13 and a half year old came up with. Yes,
3: it looked like a NASCAR Native American <laughs> outfit. It like, let's put a, a patch here that's appropriate and a thing here that's appropriate, and then it had like I understand oh. what you're saying about Mortal Kombat. It had the shape of the Asian warrior girl, like it would the a, the a frame the flare at the bottom. It, and then I, I didn't mind it until she got in the crowd and she was hiding, uh, yeah. walking amongst the other Native <laughs> Americans who were all in the traditional, what we assume, what we right? And it seemed like she was like the person who showed up with like a tuxedo t-shirt to a black tie wedding <laughs> and, and everybody else had real tuxedos on. And, and how did the mother know she was going to be a super, the grandmother knows she was going to be a superhero? And how did they know she'd go back to the house to find it?
1: Well, she knows uh, she knows about the powers more than yeah, know, but that's what they mean, always. But she's not a superhero. No, she's no. not a superhero. But like they, she talks about it where it's like when you're near death, like these powers come out and help save. Like, yeah. Also,
2: uh, I don't know. She's uh, I'm, I'm glad we circled back set. to Grandma Chula for a second because uh, there's a moment where we see that she gets abducted. At what point was it established that she was a mail carrier? Because. I thought yes. that like, did she make a costume? Because she's like delivering mail, and right. like, right? And, I'm not making that yeah. up. Yeah, it's and, when uh, it's when
1: Biscuits is trying to fix her car that he has just run. There's through.
2: like been no. I know these episodes are short, but at no time is it like, oh yeah, Grandma's gonna get back from delivering the mail. No, and it's just she's making small talk to the kingpin of crime in the post office. <laughs> of all the people in the town yeah. that he could have I mean, bumped what, into. What are the odds? I think he was looking for it, but that's not the point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So,
3: well,
1: she I mean, there is the, where she comes in with the like shitty car and like biscuits goes by in her truck. And I guess that's where, you yeah. establish she delivers the mail. Oh, but... and, well,
2: that would be why the, the steering wheel's on the other side, but usually the steering wheel's on both sides in a delivery.
1: Usually vehicle. you have a mail truck, so I yeah. you know I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe that is a local mail truck uh, in Oklahoma. Maybe. It,
3: it identifies as a mail truck. And, and Daniel,
0: <laughs> Daniel will have to
3: investigate this
2: because Daniel's doing uh, yeoman's work here, talking about uh, Bonnie's uncle's last name uh, was the same as Maya's father. Cousins, but not Maya's mother's side, shouldn't have a connection mm. to the powers. Uh, who knows where those bloodlines go back to?
0: You know. I mean, uh, can you also do yeah. research on the postal service, please?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what, what are their <laughs> what car do? situations like? In. You mean, uh, yeah.
0: you mean in the, the, the early two?
2: Do you mean it. the early two thousands alt rock band, the Postal Service, or do you mean <laughs> the actual United oh. States Postal Service? You know what, Daniel? Just for do, research, both, if you don't mind. Uh,
0: but <laughs> bring um, our show to such great heights, please. I I, I I I want to hate it. No thing, I want to
2: hate it, and I did. Michael, <laughs> uh, how do you feel this went uh, in terms of uh, tidying up the story? Which, by the way, even as mm. we're like in it and talking about it, I, I for the most part liked this show. Uh, you know, but I, there, there are some questions. Everyone's making good points, but I still enjoyed it. But how did you feel about the ending? To echo, Michael.
4: I didn't love the final fight thing. I like with her power, like it like you guys were saying, it's just kind of we don't really know what she did to him how it's going to help. I want to think if anything it's not going to have the effect she intended, I think mm-hmm. he's probably going to be like, "Oh, wow. I've been wasting my time on this little stuff. I need to go bigger." and i think that's what we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, i loved 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 the i guess we call it a post credit scene. We, it's a mid credit, it's a wait very long. Mid-credits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh i absolutely loved that At uh one of my favorite i think it was just 3 issues comic series from the year before last was X-Men Devil's Reign, where Kingpin's the mayor of New York again, and he's got Emma Frost and Electra doing all kinds of stuff, and I'd really love to see him as mayor. I don't feel like we're going to see him as mayor with, like, an eye patch. I really want to know what's going on with that eye. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of the biggest... He's, question I walked away. He's going to get fans. one of those deathlocks. Like, what's going on with him? Eyes. Yeah,
3: we'll get one of Thor's people. eyes. Thor lost his eye, got an eye, I explained it. Well, go.
4: That's true. I thought possibly, you know, he might, given the money he has, might, and that he invented his own like sign language recognition software or whatever. I thought, well, you know, maybe he has some sort of bionic it. eye.
1: I was expecting it to no, have right? like some kind of rocks on tag on it or something. Like I was like, "What? Who? Who did this? Who designed this?" Oh
3: no! I thought somebody right. he had somebody maybe killed like to donate the eye willingly. I think yeah. it's somebody like he had someone. There's somebody in his organization with what, we're missing a left eye now.
2: Well, he probably had the uh, translator's eyes put on ice just in case <laughs> he ever needed an extra eye. And granted, right. it's been a
4: while, but you know that I mean, would
3: explain the cold stare. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I,
4: um, I also really ahead, want man. to know what's going on with her powers. Like, yeah, she's a mutant, right? Is she the first mutant? Like, no, next that's to Kamala, Kamala Khan, Khan that yes. we're seeing. Uh, Whose mother
3: I, like, sewed it's... a better costume.
4: Kamala, <laughs> Khan. Yeah, yes. Kamala Khan. That was definitely. another thing. <laughs> I was like, this, like, that leg was great. Like, what her grandma's. Boyfriend did I don't no. know who. Her grandfather. grandfather. That, that, that's good. that's her like, grandfather, but yeah. but you're okay. also
2: correct because that's that's uh you know grandfather uh who I guess they're not together anymore. But he's like ah remember the old days and I'm like no please don't don't remember <laughs> the old days. Yeah
3: <laughs> don't like, sit on the
2: couch it. next to her. No no no
3: no. He's baby. like hey, you want to go in the back and uh fool around. She's like I come in for that.
1: I did love his turn on that when he was just like, okay, you're really here for business. All right. Well, let's talk about it. I love that. No,
2: but I agree to Michael's point. That's sort of what brought us back to him is that, uh, yeah, I think that the the leg that he did and there was sort of like some redesign to it, but um, we'll end on talking about uh, the Kingpin ending, but I also feel like very realistically we could very well never see echo again now i think that they can include her in this sort of young avengers whatever that they're building i think i'm i'm saying i think they will i would like more of her story but also the way that this show came out the marvel spotlight signature whatever they call it it, we might not it's not impossible like there could have been a plan and uh you know and and like uh yeah you're not doing that you know so (laughs) but i hope we get her does anyone else think that, uh, well, no, 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 I'm not, I, I'm saying it's possible. I'm not saying that's what I think. Gonna happen. Does anyone think we might, this might be the last we see of Maya Lopez? No,
1: I, I hope not. I really don't because I really okay. like this character. I really like the story. I, I would like to know more. I'd like to see some team ups. I'd like to see her back with Daredevil and just seeing that dynamic. I think that yeah. was a really cool sort of. You know, hero anti hero type of thing team up, and I, I would love to see them get into some kind of a thing. Um, but I unfortunately feel very similarly to you, Christian. I don't know if they're gonna do it, I don't know if yeah. they'll continue with her.
4: Maybe Secret I Wars. Yeah. I think she's too old to be in the Young Avengers, but yeah, I feel like we'll perhaps a Thunderbolt. On our own.
2: You know, she would uh, she would fit the Uh, bill for a Thunderbolt with her, you know, having having been the assassin for the kingpin of crime. You know, I don't I don't
4: see her being part of any teams. I think she's going to be her own boss from now on. I I feel like Daredevil would be kind of an
0: easy plug and play for her, but right now there are so many dangling threads in the MCU, so many characters that they've begun to set up that I just don't know if there's room for her right now. So, I mean, Marvel's going through such a sort of transition here and and I I just don't know if in the the scheme the order of things if she there's really a place for her as much as I enjoyed her and I would hope to see her again so hopefully yeah. daredevil but I'm not going to hold my breath if they did uh, make just, a place um, for-
2: running with what was a uh, half joke, Daniel Drew, most <laughs> vehicles mostly have the steering Daniel. wheel on the right that connects to a gear on the left side, the left uh, side of, I assume, is what he meant to write. Yeah. Uh, so hey. basically, Hi. that is the explanation <laughs> for it. Cammy Egan <laughs> thinks she'll pop up in Daredevil, won't be a major player. Yeah. The way yeah. that Daredevil showed up in She Hulk, I would expect Echo could show up mm. in Daredevil.
3: Uh, or, the, you know. or the way Daredevil showed up in Echo.
0: Yeah, there you go. Or maybe the way uh, he showed up in Spider Man, she just shows up and no, catches that's him. A great point, uh, in Michael. Uh, I
2: I felt like uh, I presented uh, Daniel's comment over something you were trying to say. Oh, it's it's okay.
4: That's ah, okay. It's
2: All right. Good. So uh, our our last minute or so, and I, I know as 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 always we have to we've we've informed the affiliates that we were going long today, but I <laughs> I did want to get this in one episode. I felt like that was the way to do it. Um. I think that uh, it, you know it definitely piques our interest for Born Again, whatever the story is that they're now going to you know reshuffle everything and and tell whatever the next story is. That isn't the story that they wrote at first. Um, I'm very interested in it. Uh, are there any predictions for things that we'll actually see in Daredevil Born Again? I ask you first, David
3: Brody. I think they are going to realize their mistake and bring in Karen and Foggy. Now that they're redoing the show, I think I, it's an I, opportunity now to undo that mistake.
2: I hope you're right, and because, I, and I uh, think
3: that's going to be the springboard for the ground level Marvel characters. I think yeah. the eighteen episodes are going to show maybe Luke Cage, maybe Electra, maybe a, some kind of Spider Man reference. Uh, you know, maybe Moon Knight. You know, anybody that doesn't is an intergalactic planetary. Planetary Intergalactic, uh, I think will end up right. in that Daredevil series as a way to bring in characters like, you know, maybe Cloak and Dagger show up in that series.
4: No uh, you know, way.
3: I mean, <laughs> no. Just saying. I'm I, saying street-level characters no way in Krakoa. That, that might show up. Uh, <laughs> I
2: mean yeah, look they would have fit very well into the uh the 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 mythos of the uh the Netflix shows there's rumblings that we're going to get John Bernthal as the Punisher you know there's oh, a lot of things yeah. that, that that we think will actually happen um so uh yeah Eric what do you think uh we're going to get uh, you know judging from that uh, mid credits scene and uh, heading into Daredevil born again
0: Well I I mean I think It gives us right there, like the potential plot for a lot of episodes is in essence. Yeah. Kingpin's going to try and, you know, seemingly go legit, which we've seen, of course, Oswald Cobblepot. We've seen Lex Luthor do this as well. So I think that'll be actually pretty fun. It's like, you know, now Daredevil's going after someone who might be a bit more of an authority figure who actually seemingly is on the right side of the law. So I think that's a, that's a great idea for, getting us into the daredevil world. And, and I think right now too, similar to like when, when Disney grabbed Fox, it, you know, they do have a bit of a very, like a hometown buffet of characters. So the truth is they could just take (laughs) the best of whatever. So why not take any of the sort of New York based stories and grab whatever characters you want. I mean, everyone loved like Luke Cage, Um, you know, to not bring back froggy. I, I, it doesn't make sense. You're right. They had great chemistry, like, so what do you gain by losing them? So I, and I think right now too, because they're re tinkering it all, I think they will maybe have to go with a, a couple of safe bets, you know, characters and actors that will really uh, struck a chord with the audience. So I think, you know, shy of just nonstop fan service, I think we're going to have a decent amount of featured players and the, uh, especially if it's 18 episodes, they got room yeah. to play. So. Let's see. It. Well, and and and
2: uh, as uh, one of the images you sent to me uh, shows that uh, Fisk wouldn't necessarily stop at uh, New York <laughs> City. As in the comics, uh, he ran for president. Maybe he didn't win. That's uh, what I'm not entirely sure of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cami Egan, I would like to see more street level than space stories. I really want Spider-Man to go at it with Kingpin. Well, I was actually trying to find the clip earlier today of uh, when I had seen uh, poor Vincent D'Onofrio sitting down with AC Slater. And uh, they he was asked, uh, so what's going to happen with Kingpin? Uh, are we going to see him square off against Spider-Man? And Vincenavia is a great actor, but in the moment where he's like, ah, I don't know, anything could happen, I'm like, Oh, okay, so yeah, I guess he is gonna fight Spider Man. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he was wow. saying no. Okay, but um I was just but his like, physicality oh, was saying yes. yes.
1: <laughs> Hmm. interesting interesting <laughs> uh, the lady on the panel is the one who said that listen uh, i just had to call it out
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, no i appreciate
1: it um
4: so mm-hmm.
2: we'll, we'll see i'm excited to that uh i'm excited that visiting on is so invested in the character after the cancellation of the netflix show he would still post about it and you know he would uh, occasionally post images to him like in the coat and just tweet out like when I was a boy, you know, just it was like keeping it alive. And I'm glad that uh, it worked out uh, for all of us. Daniel Drew is glad for the changes with the uh, the Daredevil show. What they had apparently was very far from the Netflix tone and what they're changing to new showrunner is steering it towards the correct tone. With all of that being said, uh, we'll be very interested to see what uh, comes next. It's not going to be soon, so uh, we'll see. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of a light year for uh, Marvel uh, because of the strikes and reshuffling and possibly some of the reactions to some of the projects. Uh, July 26th, we've got uh, Deadpool 3. and Not much between now and then, but um, this show will uh, certainly uh, be around uh, most weeks, but not next week because in this same time slot, which started almost two hours ago, we'll be having a Geekscape Book Club. Joined by uh, J.M. Matias, the author of Craven's Last Hunt. We'll also speak with him about a number of other projects he's worked uh, worked on. But our jumping off point right here on Geekscape will be Craven's Last Hunt. Uh, so please join us for that in this time slot, the Friday at noon time slot. And then this show, a Marvel Movie Talk, will be back on Friday, February 2nd. What are we talking about? I literally have no idea. But you'll find us. We'll be here. There'll be something we promise. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. Katie, where can people find you?
1: People can always find me at, at L sassy pants, E L S A S S Y P A N T S. sometimes with a Z. Um, you can also find me at my uh, own podcast, napping through happy hour, wherever you get your podcasts or nothing burger improv in LA. Uh, And I'll be doing all sorts of different things. One last thing. Uh, my prediction is that we will see Echo again with Daredevil, and it'll be called Echo Location. That's
2: it. Katie out. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> Katie is uh, going to be uh, featured in uh, a, a very special project that uh, she was kind <laughs> enough to help me out. With, and uh we'll share that in the future uh, special it turned, out, it turned out very nice uh, she uh, provided some uh, some great vocal work for uh, something that will be a part of uh, my podcast the black cast Eric Connor uh, uh other than down at the pub uh for uh, 10 pints every oh that's not you uh where can people find you
0: you might find me there but uh just try out count eric Connor over on insta and X and Come say hi. I'm there, and oh. uh, I uh, I miss you all dearly, so please do Will. say hello.
2: Yes, please do. David Brody, where can you be found?
3: Find me on Instagram, and I'm still calling it Twitter, at David Brody, B-R-O-D-Y. You can find me on the Brooklyn Boys podcast, which we are releasing tonight, as a matter of fact, our latest episode, 280, so please enjoy that wherever you listen to podcasts
2: uh, Daniel Drew does make the point. The X Men animated show is is supposed to be delete, released this year, and uh, I, I, yeah, that was originally supposed to come out at the end of last year. So we'll we'll hope that it uh, actually does come out this year. But uh, before Deadpool three, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Michael Shirley, where do people find
4: you? You can find me at I hate Michael Shirley on Instagram. And are you I ready? Here? Always ready and on x at michael x shirley
0: look at that double x uh what do you know? And in
4: the meantime i'll just be watching um patsy walker's i got your cray cray on repeat until they're double born again comes i
2: out. forgot how much you love patsy all right <laughs> oh, oh, I, I,
4: I would love for her to be in that show yeah. i mean i know well, it's not and it's not Jessica Jones, but it's Defender. No, it's I know, but uh, yeah, they they
2: they did Hellcat wrong in that last. She
4: did, did. She was uh,
3: the Yoko Ono of that show.
4: Oh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Stay seated, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being
2: said, after nearly two hours of uh, talk, we uh, we had a runtime of about three and a half episodes of Echo. Uh, we appreciate everybody uh, sticking with us. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks, but don't forget to tune in Geekscape Book Club next Friday. We'll be talking to JMD Matias about Craven's Last Hunt and a bunch more. Uh, but uh, that'll be next week. That's all for now. And as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior. You're
5: listening to the Geekscape Network.